Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, come Foxborough faithful. It's time for a new six rings where Fitzy and Andy argue and make some bets. Not bad. Excuse me? How'd, you, how'd that one feel? Right in your silver bells, huh? That was terrible. Uh, that was... See, you, you know. can't even just... It, isn't this the time of the year? Uh, it, better to give than receive, to be generous. Ye of good faith and cheer. The the spirit of the season. I don't know. I'm just trying to entertain people, make them cringe, uh, uh, laugh, cry. Everything. Basically, in just a few minutes' time here on the latest Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you, of course, as always... By FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Sign up today if you haven't already. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? What better offer? What better gift could you give yourself at this time of year than joining the FanDuel Sportsbook, fanduel.com slash six rings, and take advantage of their fabulous no sweat first bets, same game parlays, and so much more. And you get a nice little bonus when you use the fanduel.com slash six rings. Of course, I've been giving you the gift of free money for weeks now because if you hashtag fade Fitzy, you get a ton because I have been on a roll. I stink at this. And that's okay because I'm making someone some money and I'm hopefully delivering all the goods at this time of year. Andy, on today's program, we will do whatever in the holy Hades we can to preview and provide a little insight and entertainment regarding the upcoming Christmas Eve affair, 8 o'clock. To my surprise, on the NFL Network, not on the Sunday Night Football, is that because NBC has switched? Have they rolled their Sunday Night Football team over to Saturday night for a bigger marquee matchup? Um, Because I know you got a couple games on the 23rd. I've I've been not shy about sharing my affection for Saturday holiday football time. Uh, love those games. Got a bunch of games on Christmas Eve and a couple games on Christmas Day. I imagine the big one Monday night, and that's like potentially the game of the year. Could legitimately be a Super Bowl preview. Ravens at 49ers. Five-star game of the year. Call 1-800-FITZY-BLOWS and I'll give you my five-star play of the year. That, that's probably actually a number. If you're actually just a lie. So now we have to buy that. That's what happens. If you mention a website on television, you have to buy it. So now people are going to go to something that'll be like, you know, uh, an insurance company or something. Um, yeah, that's going to be a heater. So I imagine the Sunday night football team is uh, rolling their coverage to something on Saturday, which gives us, I'm guess, is it going to be Chris Rose and Jason McCourty? Is it going to be Rich Eisen? Who are we going to get on the call Sunday night? You think? Let me go to my press release, courtesy of the Patriots PR department, where they always give you the TV breakdown. It will be on NFL Network, seen locally yep. on WCVB Channel 5. Channel if you don't five. have a network locally, Rich Eisen will handle play-by-play duties with Kurt Warner as the color analyst. Oh, that's a well, that they'll make a fine broadcasting team. Will they? You know what they're gonna tell me? 
How wow. Bill's not as bad and the Patriots aren't as bad as I keep saying they are because Rich Eisen is a rump swab and mm -hmm. Kurt Warner probably still thinks it's 2001. No, I actually think, that, well, that was a bit of a salty time for Mr. Warner because he, he he stole a victory and actually they earned a victory in November and then they had one ripped away from him a couple and a half months later. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Andy, I don't know if you know this, but um, today as we record, Thursday, December 21st, 2023 in the year of our whatever, uh, today is a an interesting, there's always a, the Patriots with their luscious and rich history. Uh, today is the anniversary of the last regular season victory at uh foxborough stadium you could you may call it sullivan you may call it i prefer to call it schaefer that's how i grew up i grew up with it and it's also the anniversary of tom brady's last victory in a patriots uniform can you guess or at least remember the name of the team who did tom brady last beat in a patriots uniform jets it was the other team that he called that he was the father of uh, that had to call him daddy for years in the AFC East. It was a Saturday affair against the Buffalo Williams at mm -hmm. Gillette Stadium. Remember that game? 24-17 final. Steph Gilmore got, before he got owned by Devontae Parker in the regular season finale, a loss against the Miami Dolphins. It was a Saturday affair. Remember he got cooked on that bomb by John Brown. Big pass from jo uh, Josh Allen. So you're telling uh, me that Steph Gilmore, the worst defensive player of the year in the history of football, he got toasted late <laughs> Several times. Yeah, he was not a factor. Like the last two games, he was not good. I I always I still I still disagree with that DPOI. Um that's a hot take, I know. Uh Rex Burkhead with the game winning touchdown and that one I was oh, there. Sexy Rexy. I one of my favorite underrated Patriots of the last 25. I just loved everything about that guy's game. Yeah, never I only had a chance to interview him on the radio a couple of times, but always just seemed like a rock solid guy. So a couple quick uh notes here. You yes. asked about TV coverage and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, how this is shaking out. We told you Rich Eyes and Kurt Warner. I think well, Warner will be interesting on the, by the way, sorry, real quick. Uh, I just, I think Kurt Warner will do a good job vis-a-vis -vis talking about perhaps the difference that good, consistent quarterback play will do for the team next year should Belichick be in place and they address the oh, position yeah, no, like grownups. He'll, uh, yeah, I, I, he'll be fine. Um, my guess is mm -hmm. he's going to be one of those national guys that tells us that we don't know what we're talking about and blah, 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 but whatever. Um, right. So Saturday, mm -hmm. according to my uh, ESPN website, the first game, the 430 matchup between the Bengals and the Steelers, the NFC, uh, I mean, AFC. Another game. Saturday game. Listen, I told you I am here for, and now we are six minutes into the podcast and not talking about Broncos Patriots. That's how interesting it is. Um, I, I'm here for all these Bengals games with Jake Browning. They are such a fun watch right now. Um, so that is on NBC. And then the okay. 8 o'clock game, the Bills at the Chargers, according to this, is on Peacock. Is that a Peacock exclusive on Saturday night? So I won't be watching it? Is that, a, is that is that that's on the cock? Because they can shove it straight up their Peacock. <laughs> um uh yeah. For a dollar nine for just a dollar ninety-nine. Come on. I'd rather support a dog or feeding kids in Africa. Or you can, you know what? Actually, two things can be true at once. You can do both. Yep, I'm not giving them my money. Go after give it, give it to them, give it to them. What do I want to see the Chargers for? It's Actually, no, like no, nobody wants to watch that, that game. Um, so let's transition over toward Patriot talk, and I have a question for you, oh. SID level question that you won't okay. have the answer to. Well, you never know. Is this uh -huh. the first stretch of games in NFL history? Mm -hmm. ish where 
all three games included Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame head coaches. Mike Tomlin versus Bill Belichick, Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick, Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick. That's a lot of Super Bowl mm. rings. And I think probably whether I believe they should be or not, all those guys will eventually end up uh, potentially in Canton as Hall of Fame coaches. Well, we know two of the four absolutely will. Mike Tomlin, for the longevity factor alone, could very well end up in there. And Sean Payton, he did win one. If he turns the Broncos around and makes them a perennial playoff contender, could well, could as well. Could uh, Here's the question. Could it be the greatest You uh, ag aggregation of Super Bowl rings over a three-game stretch? Six for Belichick, like one that. for Payton, yeah. two for Reed. So that's a nine. I was told there'd be no math. And one for Tomlin, ten. Ten different Super Bowl rings over a three-game stretch. I would dare say, uh, though I know I'm part of no SID, um, nor did I stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I would dare say yes. Uh, the Super Bowl rings, the only concern I would have there is I'd go back to any Belichick-Joe Gibbs matchups and see... But did he? But he only had three at the time, and Gibbs had three. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And so now you could me. wonder, maybe, like, was there a stretch where it was, like, the Cowboys against the Steelers, so Landry Knoll, yeah. followed by maybe Flores Knoll. See, I'm trying to fluff things up positively, like, oh, you're seeing a historic stretch of football. Because the flip side is something that I wasn't made aware of till I read this. Um, I think it was an AP story that actually highlighted it for me, that the Packers and the Patriots yet to have a 100-yard performance. And I say performance because rusher or receiver. And a team hasn't done that in a full season since 1977, the last time an NFL team without went without either a 100-yard rusher or a 100-yard receiver, and both the Packers and the Patriots have yet to establish a 100-yard game this year. Can I uh, can I place a wager? I mean, this is obviously a podcast sponsored by the FanDuel Sportsbook, so it yeah. seems apropos. Bet early, uh, bet often, bet more, bet on yourself, bet FanDuel. Wow, it's so weird that producer Justin Turpin was able to grab and drop in a sneak preview of FanDuel's upcoming 2024 ad campaign. Andy, that was a... Uh, I don't know how he was able to splice that in so quickly. Man, yeah, it was good. Good job, Turf. It's amazing. Voiceover guy could use some work, but that's fine. I thought he, it was awesome. He was, yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to dare say the Patriots will go the remainder of this season without one of either because Ramondre Stevenson might play at the tail end of the year. I still don't think he'll get be able to generate it because he's going against A. He won't play this week. But he, if he makes it back for the Bills game, that's rushing somebody back who's a valuable asset and an integral part of your future plans. And then the final game of the year is against the Jets. And I, I it's what it might be negative 20 degrees that day in Foxborough could potentially be Belichick's last game, although I kind of doubt it at this point. Um, so I don't think you'll see it on the ground. I don't think Zeke is going to get a 100-yard game. Tell me the wide receiver that would possibly get a 100-yard game for the Patriots between now and the end of the season. Uh, whichever one maybe goes 90 yards when a guy falls down on the first play of the game and then gets another catch at some point to get over 100. Like Demarius Thomas uh, on the zero blitz with a pass from T Tim Tebow in the playoffs. It's going to have to be that. I mean, we've we've seen the last couple weeks, Juju against the Steelers got hot early. Devontae Parker last week uh, against the Chiefs got hot early. Now they weren't able to finish it and both of them you never know when they're going to play whether their knees are you know allowing them to get to the field they need some uh, woofs i give my dog woofs because he has joint problems and uh woofs i think, 
I think that's what they, they're W-U-F-F-E or something. Not that I'm doing a live read on our podcast for them because they give me nothing and they're kind of expensive. Um, but it's a supplement oh. I give my dog for his bad joint problems. I feel like oh, like a glucosamine and chondroitin yeah. kind of thing for yeah. for pups. I feel like the Patriots should get those for Juju and Devontae Parker and some of their players because then maybe they would be able to go for 100 yards in the passing game because Bailey Zappi is going to give you shots. That's the one he's going to take a shot. He's going to throw mm -hmm. it up there for you and give you a shot. But if what you if made it's... me pick, I would go Demario Douglas. I you would know, say Demario. I, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get crazy. I'm gonna say that the hundred. If there were, to, I'm gonna bet against it on the ground and via the air. But if there were to be one, it's gonna be an incidental Tyquan Thornton day where he catches one long. What? What are the yeah, odds no. on that? Friends at FanDuel. I, you should get good juice on that. Wow. Who is, wow. Is that the is that the Balco read? Good juice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't I I don't see it happening. I would say maybe if Thornton catches a big one and then gets a couple other shorties and it's just like, "Oh my god, Tyquan Thornton with that catch is is at 101 yards." I'd pull him out of the game right there and say, "Ha, see?" So you can't uh, do the Mr. Uh, what was that movie where the guy had to he he thought he hit 3000 hits but then they went back and rescored one in error so only had 2999 or Mr. 3000. <laughs> with Tom Selleck, yeah. <laughs> I thought, wasn't that yeah that was right uh, uh mr baseball was with tom Selleck. kevin costner was in mr 3000 i think right and maybe i used to joke with andre Tippett because he has 100 career sacks i used to always bust his balls and say hey did you hear they um they actually went back and looked at one of your sacks and they gave it to somebody else so you only have 99 sacks now and so then he gave a, a judo chop right to your throat <laughs> i tell i tell the story all the time he walked in i was hanging out in paul perillo's office he walked in shut the lights off so it went pitch black he goes Take one shot, but make it a good one because it's your last shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old yeah, days. He, uh, hey, is there a game this week? He's an imposing, he's an imposing gentleman. Let me ask you this. Um, okay, so obviously there is a game. Yes, it is our duty to podcast and preview. Yes, we will cover the game extensively on a uh, delayed, if you will, Six Rings postgame show that will also double as WEI's midday show on... Tuesday, January 26th, the powers that be actually delivered the ultimate Christmas gift to your old pals, Fitzy and Hart. They said, guys, you don't have to do the Six Rings postgame show immediately after the game because it'll be 1130. You got kids. You got to finish wrapping. You'll probably both be all nogged up a couple of nogzillas, a couple of noggensteins up there doing their Christmassy things. I'll be half. I'll be asleep on the sofa anyway, probably. So at that point. You guys just review, uh, just do the whole post game on the 26th, which will be great right after Christmas. So, guys, stay tuned. We'll be on the air a ton next week, doing a lot of middays, a couple afternoons, some mornings. We're, we're here, there, and we're everywhere. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I wonder what percentage of Pats fans, the diehards, the loyalists, the true Foxborough faithfuls, how much of this game are they going to watch, considering the time slot and the fact that the only true consequence is a protecting draft slot for the Patriots. Uh, it's not even about Belichick rallying the troops and getting them to perform for him during the final stretch. And B, the Broncos and their ever slimming hopes of grabbing a wild card spot in the AFC. What's where is the juice in this game? Um, I continue to say this is a Thanksgiving game. This is background noise. It'll be on everywhere. I think the ratings will be fine because I think it'll mm -hmm. be on. The white noise factor. Good point. People will be watching. No. Like if you said, if you just polled fans after a game and had like a 10 question pop quiz, hey, in the second quarter, third series, you remember that? And they'd be like, excuse me, 
What's that? Yeah. No, huh? no, I wasn't no, no. really paying. I, I was I was drinking eggnog. I was opening an early Christmas gift. I was snacking or derving. I was travel like whatever. It'll be Figuring on where people... to put the kids gifts. Yes. Uh, no, there's not going to be a lot of like sitting at the TV, like watching the game intently, because I, I think in the ma matter of a week, we went from what I legitimately thought was the most interesting Patriots game since September mm -hmm. in the Chiefs matchup for different Same. reasons, all that. Yep. to this is a zero interest this is a stanker a stunker a stinker this there's nothing here. a stinker a stanker a stunker yep there's nothing here like it's our job i'll be watching the game i'll be reviewing the game all of that sort of. but yeah um it's not a good game it's just not and and the broncos stumbled they had been rolling uh mm -hmm. i said it earlier when i recorded uh cadillac's crucial clashes elsewhere on the six rings feed. oh can i can i guess real quick uh because i know there's always three clashes that mike highlights in cadillac's crucial clashes um uh, let's see were the clashes um patriots fans versus interest Andy oh, versus eggnog. This <laughs> and we take it quite seriously over there at Cadillac's clashes. There were real clashes, but heading into last week, uh, I mean a couple weeks ago, the Broncos right. got back in the picture mm -hmm. by beating the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings, the Browns. Had a nice little five-game win streak, and they were nipping the at the heels of the Chiefs in football. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the best win streaks in football. Then they fall on their face last week against the Lions, which kind of whooped oh, woodshed. Well. You can't really say whooped because they previously gave up 70 points in a game. So it's not even their worst loss of the year. So it's like, yeah, that, that, that was a whoop. They're deep. They're deep. That, that was a, that was an ass whooping. This was just this was their this defense was a beat down. Their yeah, OK, but the Patriots don't have the arsenal. The Patriots don't have the arsenal to really expose no. the Broncos defense. No, the Broncos aren't a great team on paper. Like statistically, no. they have talent. Actually, let me rephrase that. They're not a great team statistically on paper. On paper, talent-wise, depth chart, they are. They have talent littered all over offense, defense. Mm -hmm. They have, like, if you asked Patriots fans, hey, would you take uh, Patrick Sertan? Yes, you would. Mm -hmm. Would you take Justin Simmons? Yes, you would. Would you take Cortland Sutton? Yes, you would. Like, they have individual Would you take Javante Williams? Sure. Yes, you would. Like, there's plenty of those. Would you take Sean Payton? Mm, no. I wouldn't either. I think Sean Payton's one of the more overrated coaches in the history. He's, of the and he's a whisker overrated. And he's a Dink. He says some really dumb stuff. Like some of the things that he does and says are just stupid. But the Broncos are a seven and seven football team with some talent, but not enough to get me like hot and bothered and excited. Like Sutton's good. Sutton's got 10 touchdowns. Sutton's a not nice a year. he's not a Pedro Martinez. I'm not like, oh, I gotta watch Cortland Sutton to see what he does in the game kind of guy. No, he might score a touchdown, whatever. Don't care. They also, let me tell you, I, one of the more disappointing players in the NFL right now, Jerry Judy. Whew, man. Well, that's that just guy, few people that think that he's great. Like I talked I, to him. I should Adler. have Adler been. He's, the, he's quickly turned into the Mac Jones of wide receivers. You were awesome in college, but man, you couldn't handle a little pressure at the pro level for love, sex, or money. Uh, as I quickly examine... The love, American football con. All ah, right, no one needs no one needs to know that. We're just trying to fill the like, optional too. I'll take money and uh, sex. Uh, all right, all right. Terp, can you go back in? I'll, I'll just, what would that was at uh eighteen thirty? Okay, thank you. Uh, the American Football Conference's playoff picture right now, of course. Your number one seed is the Ravens. They'll be in that big money that matchup on Christmas at the Big Bell Bottom, and um, an hour outside San Francisco. You got Chiefs, Jags. Dolphins, Browns, Bengals, and Colts. Okay, in the hunt on the bubble, 
the Broncos are all the way back at uh, 11th at a 7-7 seven and seven record. If they win, they bump up their chance of making it to the playoffs to 33%. Ooh. But getting past teams like the Texans, who I think are playing better football overall, and the Bills, who I legitimately think have a shot if they go on a run, uh, vis-a-vis the 2018 Patriots, the way that they stampeded the Cowboys last week, they have a real chance to make some noise in the playoffs as well. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Broncos don't make the playoffs, but you're going to get it. You're going to get them playing extra motivated and extra hard. How hard do the Patriots play on Sunday night? You're likely not to see a number of talented offensive players. Do you think does Hunter Henry play Sunday night? My guess would be no. I think you could be without Hunter Henry. Jabril Peppers is a bit of a question mark. If you lose those two yeah. guys, um, I think you could be in trouble. I think this second half could be um, an embarrassingly bad half of football. I thought last yeah. you know this. I thought the Bengals um, wanted to get get away day it last year at Gillette uh-huh. Stadium. They bitch slapped the Patriots in the first half, and then everybody was like, "Oh, the Patriots hung tight." I think the Bengals were like, "Hey, can we get on that plane and go home and see our families and kids and presents and stuff now?" Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see you've had Patriots players this week already talking about, oh, I wish it wasn't a five hour flight home after the game. I think the second half could. And and by the way, they haven't played well in the second half, just in normal of late the last couple of weeks. It's zappy Uh, half hour. You don't get a full zappy hour like they start on nice and then they it could be. um, And without peppers on the field, I feel like to guilt people into playing hard on defense. I think it could be. I think the Chargers first half. You could see the second half from the Patriots on Sunday night. I, I think it could be ugly. I think a lot of holiday-related business decisions are going to get made by players in this game. Uh, Miles High. Is, oh, yeah. yeah, coach, my lungs. I couldn't catch him. My lungs. I, the air uh, I got a couple things I would like to do, actually, in a surprise second leg before we get to the third leg of today's podcast, which, of course, was your fabulous you. conversation uh, with Mike Giardi at the stadium. Fabulous! Week. Uh, Andy, you know, every preview pod with the bet also features a media mashup where Andy or Mike Cadillac catches up with one of the people from the Patriots media cartel on the beat in the fabulous New England media. By the way, shout out to so many negative things are said consistently about Boston media, Patriots reporters, blah, blah, blah. I would just like to give the props and flowers and send a heartfelt thank you to each and every one of the Patriots media who, as coordinated by our friend Andrew Callahan from the Boston Herald, put their money out on the table or rather stuffed it into an envelope and shared it with our friend Doug Kide from the Boston Herald, whose family has been going through absolute hell this year as their beautiful daughter, Hallie, has been battling a cruel and invasive form of cancer that has turned their world and her precious childhood upside down. Uh, people have been giving to the GoFundMe for the Kide family for months now helping out. Um, I know, I believe she's home right now receiving treatment. Um, and it's just uh, a horror show and I would never wish that upon anyone and no child should ever have to go through this. No family should be deprived of the joy of raising a healthy, happy child. So good on you, Callahan and everybody who gave, uh, and supported the Kide family. And hopefully in a few weeks, we'll be having a fundraiser at a local beverage somewhere on the South shore of Massachusetts, Andy, where we will continue the fundraising efforts for them in this battle. So bravo. Congratulations, Andrew and everyone who supported the Kide family. Um, And now in terms of money, uh, let's make some people some money and maybe they can choose to uh, reimburse themselves for Christmas, support the Kide family, do whatever they stuff in the Salvation Army bucket, put it, stuff it in a sock for next year, whatever you want to do. It is time for the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week here on Six Rings and Football Things. 
FanDuel.com slash six rings to sign up today and take advantage of their fabulous no sweat first bets, same game parlay bets and uh, offers and so much more. Uh, I'm going to keep this one short, sweet and simple. SSS. I will be taking the Denver Broncos to cover at uh, six and a half. The over under is 34 and a half because I think this will be much like you said moments ago, a runaway in the second half. I'll take the Broncos and the over a mile high in the football sky versus the Patriots. Christmas Eve, 8 p.m. Eastern. Andy? So I'm glad you've joined the reasonable side, although it makes me feel bad about my pick because of how bad you've been at picking. But I uh, continue to say that I have no reason to pick the Patriots, so I will take the Broncos. I'll lay the six and a half. Mm -hmm. As I just said, I think it could get a little ugly in the second half, so I think the Broncos could run away with it to some degree. So I like your overpick. But I want to give myself something to root for. We talked about it earlier. People may not be paying super close attention, a last week, if you will. Hmm. Yep. Last week, um, my guy, Kevin Harris, had a sweet touchdown run. You know I like Kevin Harris probably more than anybody really should at this point in his fledgling career. Obsessive. Um, but he was signed to the active roster. I think he's going to play yet again. The Broncos' run defense absolutely blows. Yep. And Kevin Harris, mm-hmm. anytime touchdown, pays you plus 1,800. So, I'm going to root for the big thighs, the big buys, and the big play from my guy, Kevin Harris. Anytime touchdown plus 1,800. You know what? I'm going to do, as our pal Shime likes to say, I'm going to I'm gonna put a little sprinkle on that one. Why not? I'm going to do a little hot little holiday frosting, a little, a little Christmas sprinkle on that one. now, by the way, because I was in the FanDuel app, and I was looking at it, and like plus right now, wow. he's at uh, plus 1,800, which is barely more than Jermichael Hasty. Who doesn't play? Kevin Harris is going to get a carry. Kevin Harris is going to touch the ball and have the opportunity to score a touchdown. And he's in the same land of a guy that doesn't. So get it while you can. Plus 1,800 for the Kevin Harris anytime touchdown. I might even parlay that. I might get crazy and do a little same game parlay on the fan duel with like a Cortland Sutton and maybe a Javante Williams. I can only imagine. Let's see. I'll even tell you right now. I'm going to do that with that and a little. Here we go. And ready, Andy? Oh my God, a cor- a same game parlay, anytime touchdown. Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, and Kevin Harris, plus ten thousand and forty nine. So a simple five dollar bet would pay you five hundred two dollars and forty eight cents. Merry Christmas to ah! me, baby. <laughs> And joy in Patriots Nation has been restored once. I'm totally doing that. All right, so the- <laughs> Christmas has been very expensive this year. So, um, so you. yeah, there you go. There's your FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week. We both like the Broncos to cover. We both like the over. And that Kevin Harris anytime touchdown looks tasty. Uh, that's FanDuel.com/slash six rings to sign up today.